Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
speaking of the church this morning, he called the church a witch because, you know, that's where all the work of iniquity, it stems and, amen, it starts from because Jeremiah was preaching to a church. You have to read Jeremiah, the seventh chapter. You have to read that how the prophets of God were always charging the priest, the church. Hallelujah. What type of church are you today? Are you a fruit-bearing church? Are you just a building? He wants a tabernacle this morning. He said he, 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 he's going to come and he's going to tabernacle with his people. Hallelujah. Yeah, he wants to tabernacle. I'm checking my volume this morning. Okay, it sounds pretty good. He wants to come and tabernacle with us. I wanted Shaman to open in prayer, but we'll get Shaman on a closing prayer. Father, we come this morning. Our hearts are saddened. Our eyes are wet because we're crying over our people this morning. It's not hard for us to see who you're talking to. It's just that, Lord, we've strayed away. We're straight away from the commandments, the audience of God, and we replace it with something that does not even exist. Help us this morning recognize that we standing in need of repentance today. The whole country, the whole land, the whole state, our city, our homes, we are just walking upon this curse. First, hallelujah, has consumed hearts and minds of your people. Have mercy today. Have mercy upon we, your people, today, Father. Lord, don't give us what we deserve, but have mercy today as you did on Hezekiah, as you gave him an extension, Father, on his life, not because of his sin, but because of his righteousness. Lord, we pray this morning as a righteous servant. We ask you this morning, Father, if you search our hearts today, if you see anything in us this morning, in me, that cannot glorify you, I ask you to remove it now, Father. Cleanse me this morning. Cleanse us all from all of our iniquity, from our ways, our shortcomings, Lord, our confused and depraved understanding. Oh, God, draw us to you with your perfect love. Forgive our sins and heal this land today. And, Father, we will preach this gospel from the north to the south, from the east to the west. Oh, Father, we ask that you, Lord, would have thy own way this morning and throughout this day and throughout eternity for every life and every hearer and every listener to this word. It's time, Lord, that the game must be played, Father, since man have strayed away and we have, Lord, thought that you were asleep and you left this land. But Lord, you said this morning that you're coming for your people. Lord, make us ready. As you did, Balaam, you opened his understanding. He opened his eyes when he was talking to that donkey. Open our eyes of understanding, our ears, that we may hear your truth. And we'll be forever grateful and give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. For you deserve the glory. You're 
good father this morning. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Give you the glory right now. And the most high God, Eli, God bless us and let him have free reign today in your life.
Hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah for him even loving us. Hallelujah. There's a guarantee that we are loved by him. And I'm glad about it this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody has to tell me, amen, that God don't love me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When people don't feel like they're loved by the Father, it's because they don't know him. Hallelujah. Oh, it's time to get to know him today. And today, we're going to, amen, show God, peoples, what the Lord said concerning the land. Either we take it, we believe it, we leave it, and take it for what it is. Hallelujah. It's time for us to stop thinking what God said and learn what he said. Get these scriptures in our head and understand that he said it, he meant it, and he's not playing with us. Hallelujah. Good morning, family and friends. Good morning. We're here this morning with a powerful word from the Lord. Hallelujah. And the word that we're talking about this morning is that, amen, the curse that has been placed up on this land. Hallelujah. And the curse has been placed upon this land. You and I and anyone else can see, even a man, Ray Charles, can see. Hallelujah. That this curse that's been placed upon the land that we get ready to talk about, it is affecting the lives of God's people. Hallelujah. We want to start off Talking about, hold on, I wasn't ready for that. That's my good song. Not time for you to play now. Sit right there. Set him now. We'll let him play in a few minutes. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to go and get into the word because we don't want time. I know we're going to run out of time, but then we're going to have to come back again. We want to start talking out of Genesis 3, the beginning of the curse. Hallelujah. You know, I want people to understand this morning, amen, what what, what the real two problem is in society. Good morning, guest six. Amen. The real true problem this morning that we are dealing with, amen, we're going to try and get over in the book of Jeremiah. Uh, we have a, a, a lot of verses of Scripture that the Holy Spirit had given me concerning this curse that's been placed on the land. And the curse will never be removed off the land. It's just that the people must read this Scripture here and get an understanding who he's talking to and why. And why is he talking to us concerning this curse that's been placed upon the land. Give me a second. Let me get my verse of scriptures together here. I want to get Jeremiah 23 and 10. Amen. And it may be sitting here tomorrow for us, but we're going to try and get it. The Lord keeps giving me scriptures as I'm a... Uh, uh, I want to mark it. Okay, there it is right there. Jeremiah 23 and 10. Okay, put you there, Jeremiah, and uh, let's go over to Genesis. Let's start off, amen, in the beginning. We realize that we must go back to the beginning. And this is where we feel, and I'm going to try and, and teach this. If I don't get caught up, amen, and run away with this, I'm going to try and teach this this morning. Is that all right this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. 
uh, odd proctor Dixon and uh, Evangelist excuse me, Tanya, we were talking about uh, how that our generations uh, have gotten, and I'm speaking of our, our, our uh, uh, ancestors, I mean our peoples like our grandmas and stuff like that, and how that uh, uh, everyone had something wrong in the family and still something wrong today in my family and yours. But the word comes to us this morning. Man, I'm sitting here in Deuteronomy. Let me go back to Genesis. I guess God wants me to start with Deuteronomy, but Deuteronomy and Genesis 3 say the same thing. They both say the same thing just about. See, as the Lord begin to... Uh, 317, let's, let's, let's back it down. We, we're talking about in the beginning, man, when man uh, uh, distrusted God, when, 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 when Adam disobeyed God, this brought about the first sin on earth, because, you know, Adam was placed on earth to be a gardener. He was to, uh, uh, to, uh, 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 to populate the earth. Hallelujah. He was to be fruitful and multiply and on and on, and he spoke to a man watched over the land. He was a watchman, hallelujah, like some of us this morning. But we know that in the beginning, if you read Genesis, that was also a serpent. You know, he was out there lurking around, you know, trying to deceive someone, talking to Eve. But we want to start in the 18th verse, but I need for you to start in the first verse so you can get an understanding of exactly what happened here, amen, what causes us to be lingering and reeling and rocking this morning and going through all of the changes that we're going through in this land. You know, the Bible talks about how that the parents were turned against the children and the children against the parent and that lawless will abide greatly and how that sin will have no boundaries. We want to talk this morning about the reason we're in this predicament, uh, uh, how we got in this trouble that we're in this morning, hallelujah, because he's able this morning to bring us out. You know, we're not, the land is cursed, the people that's treading upon the curse, they're walking upon the curse, they're talking the curse, hallelujah, and they're living a curse mentality. But the blessings of the Lord, hallelujah, his mercy and grace endures through generations to generations. So, that right there, hallelujah, is enough this morning. Let me know that we don't have to continue under the curse. So I'm going to try this morning, amen, and to get us to knowing that and get us to look at our own life and look at our family life and, and look at those, amen, in our own family. Let's not look at, amen, someone else this morning, but let's look at our own self as we go through these verses of Scripture. We're going to start out at 3. And uh, uh, well, you all read the rest. I'm going to start at 17. The Holy Spirit said, start at 17. And to Adam he said, because you have yielded to your wife's suggestion and have eaten from the tree concerning which I gave you, uh, Otters, do not eat of it. Curse is the soil on your account. So now, 
his courage that came upon the sorrow. Saul is the land. And he was he was talking about the Saul. He didn't curse the man. See, had he would have cursed Adam, Adam being the first man, then I can understand. I mean, it would be so simple, easy to understand that God just cursed you. So right here, it lets me know that God didn't curse any of us. Where none of us is cursed because he he had the opportunity to curse this man, but he said, "I'm going to curse the ground." So since he cursed the ground, Hallelujah. Uh, he said, uh, 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 "Thorns." No, he said, uh, "You shall eat from it all your life. Do not eat of it. Curses the salt on your account by toil. You shall eat from it all." your life, thorns and bristles, it shall grow for you, and you must eat herbs of the field and the sweat of your brow. You must make a living until you return to the ground. Because out of it you were taken, but thus you are, and thus you shall return. You see, this is the account of what has happened to us today because of our disobedience. He cursed the land, and by him cursing the land, it have had effect upon us today. This morning we 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 we're going to different places and, and, and it just seemed like people's they hate righteousness this morning. You can walk into an assembly and they'll look at you and they'll turn their face away from you. You know you know why? Because the church is called the witch. And the reason for it being called the witch this morning is because that's where a man the righteous and the unrighteous meet at. But the Bible said that the unrighteous shall not stand in the assembly of the righteous. So if 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 I'm standing in in in, in the midst of uh, this church, and I'm frisking the women's, I'm doing like Eli's sons, you know, partaking of of God's daughters from the church. But yet I'm in the church. You see. So when I say the witch, the Bible says the rebellious spirit is witchcraft. So here we are. We got witchcraft in the church. Bible says that, hallelujah, he wants to tabernacle with us. He wants to come in the inside of us and, and give us the word, hallelujah, that we may be able, glory to God, to give to someone else. That they may be blessed. Now, in response to Genesis 3 and 15, the word concerning this curse didn't only just, you know, he gave us opportunity to repent. If you were looking through the Roman, the 28th chapter, he told us that if we obey, you know, he said, if you be obedient and you serve me, Job 36 and 11, I got my scriptures crossed up, Job 36 and 11, if you obey and serve me, you're going to spend your years in pleasure and your days in prosperity. But the land still is cursed this morning. Something Went wrong somewhere. What? Well, how did this curse have an effect on we as a nation of people? The Bible says in Deuteronomy, further on down in 28, it said, and you will forget your heritage. 
So you're going to become very low. It's not hard for me to see this morning that the Lord is saying to we, his people, amen, the offsprings of Adam, that you are still walking sideways. You're still walking outside of my covenant, but get still, you're doing all these things in my house. Look what he says in Jeremiah 7 chapter. Jeremiah 7 chapter, Jeremiah cried out and said, don't do that. This house should be called a house of God. He said, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, stand. He told him to stand in the gates of the Lord. Stand right there where they're going to get ready to come into these buildings. Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim thou this word. He told him specifically what word and what hour to bring this word to the people. He told him where to go to. You're not without instructions this morning, my brother, my sister. He's telling him, as he told Jeremiah to stand, hear the word of the Lord, all you men of Judah, who enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your actions. The man of God is crying out. We're crying out this morning, trying to get your attention to understand that the message that we're giving us this morning, it's good for the soul because we need the real answer today to what's going on in society. We, we, we need to really get a hold of what's really going on. Here we are, we're on the brinks of war with Russia and China and all of these people are going to clash. America, Russia, China, Egypt, Tobiah, every, everybody's going to meet up in Jerusalem. You march my word. And that's where all of everything is going to go down at. And that's how God is going to rid Israel of its habitants because man is going to destroy themselves. And just as soon as it's over with, then we're going to have to go and rebuild the city. These are the words that is written in your Bible. It tells you in the book of Isaiah, the 13th, 14th, 14th chapter. One of Isaiah 13, 14, you have to read it. He said, again, I'm going to bring you. Deuteronomy, he says, I'm going to bring you. But we're not talking about that. You can finish reading Jeremiah 7, chapter. i got to get back over here into this word. Now, I want you to look at Deuteronomy because I want to prove to you this curse that's on the land. I want to show you this morning so you can also have scriptures. You can go back to the recording. You can get the message. And you can hear what the word of God is saying concerning this land. Look what he says in Deuteronomy. He says in Deuteronomy 28, he told him again, and you've got to read the whole scriptures, but I'm showing you the point where the curse come in at. The curse came in around about the 15th verse of the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. In the 15th verse it said, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, Excuse me, to observe, you got to observe his voice and to do all of his commandments and his statutes, which I commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. 
See, right here he's saying, these curses, Dama, you still loafing around and you didn't put no clothes on you? What do you think it's sweetheart? You don't need to look at the time. You need to let the time be in the essence and you be putting some clothes on, sister. So get out of that mirror with your hair and go dress your body. Stop. Just do what daddy tell you to do. I praise and I give him the glory this morning that I father this child. And ain't nobody in the world can tell me how to father a child. I done fathered over ten of them. So I must have did a pretty good job, but I give him the glory. <laughs> I give him the glory because anybody can say I have children, but can your father and mother them children? That's why, amen, glory to God, the world is out of control. There are things I see every day, hallelujah. It lets me know that man's heart is hard. But he said that these curses was going to come because of our disobedience. And at the end of the 15th verse, he said that these curses will overtake these peoples. Hallelujah. He wasn't talking about these curses overtaking you. He said the curse will overtake them that if they fail to hearken. Now, here we are. We're looking at religious institutes. All of these righteous peoples of God in these buildings, hallelujah, they can't see and read the scripture. The problem with society is more. They're going to the physician trying to find out what's wrong with little Jerry. What's wrong with little Susan? You know what's wrong? The curse. The curse must be broken, must be destroyed from off of your child this morning. Hallelujah. Do you even care about humanity? Do you even care about somebody that's stumbling and reeling and rocking and you see them reeling? Oh, they just on that crack. You don't crack too. And your crack is a different form of substance. Your crack is the crack where you like to talking about people. And you need to stop the foolishness. It's going to take all of us. Hallelujah. Because when he take one, he will take all. He take all or none. And we must, hallelujah, get into that arena where we want to give all of ourselves. I praise and I thank God for Prophet Dixon. Oh, she texts me. She say, man of God, she say, you got to preach the gospel. You, it may not look like nobody is out there, nobody hearing what you're saying, but you got to preach anyhow. Somebody, somebody going to get a hold of your message, and they're going to search the scriptures. And when you search these scriptures, glory to God, in these scriptures this morning, you will find life. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of uh, Numbers, the 22nd chapter, it says that the life of men. You see, the problem is Matthew 22, 29, the Bible says you do error for not knowing scriptures, neither have power from God. If you knew scriptures this morning, hallelujah, you would apply some of these scriptures to your life, glory to God, and your life would be changed. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to his name this morning. 
Oh, somebody need to hear this word this morning. Hallelujah. I need it this morning. You know, I feel like that song said, I need thee, oh, I need thee. I need this word. Hallelujah. This word got to have an impression. It's got to have an effect on my life today. Hallelujah. You try not eating today and tomorrow and see what you're going to feel like. You ought to feel even worse for not having this word freshly this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm talking about the word that's able to keep you, the word that's able to heal you, the word that's able to strengthen you this morning. This word is able to tear down every unjust regime. Is able this morning to heal you and deliver you from all of your iniquity. Oh, I'd rather trust the Lord this morning than to trust in myself and go. Oh, I'm grateful this morning, hallelujah. And I'm speaking to the people, amen, all over the world that can hear this word this morning. Amen, hallelujah. I asked of you of no silver gold, but I ask that you would, amen, activate your faith this morning to believe the word that you hear, amen, that they are in operation. They want to operate on God's tabernacle. That this curse has been spewed out. You heard what he said in Genesis 3? He said it's a perpetual, everlasting curse. From beginning to the end of time, this curse will be on this land. His curse is irrevocable, but he can if he wants to. He can revoke that curse if he wants to. But he said, why should I revoke the curse when I told my people to come? When I told my people to let go of this world system, hallelujah. The Bible says, love not this world, neither the things of it, for the pride of the eye, the lust of the flesh. He said, and my people are going after pagan with all this Christmas worship, Jeremiah 10, 3. Man goes into the world with an axe. That's pagan. I know you're not going to like what I preach, but it's not about liking me or what I preach. It's about me getting the information to tell the people why the land is cursed. The Bible describes the curse that will fall upon us when we go after other gods. Hallelujah. When you begin to lift up that green tree, when you begin to wrap lights all around it, hallelujah, you begin to do what Nimrod's mother did to that tree. These trees are growing all over the world, and they worship this pagan tree everywhere, idolatry. The curse has been spewed out upon this land. Will you be under this curse this morning? Are you going to always walk up? That's why the Bible said you shouldn't touch, taste. You shouldn't have no dealings with the unfruitful works of darkness. He said, taste not, handle not, no unclean thing. He said, don't touch it. We have handled and partaken of the unclean thing. We partook of everything our little figgy eyes could see. Hallelujah. We look, look at stuff. Oh, God, help us this morning to repent of all of our sin, our transgression, and all the ungodliness, and all the things that we've done that displease you this morning, Father. Nobody but you, God, is able to deliver us, deliver us this morning, Father, so that we can be free, so that we can tell the dying world, hallelujah, that you're able this morning, that your hand is not 
short where you can't reach out, God, and save your people, Father. Lord, look upon the land today, God. We have become robbers and killers and murderers, Lord, killing people that ran lights, God, going into restaurants and shooting people up, God, and taking money. Oh, but you, Father, I thank you this morning that you have given us a word, that if we would abide in this word, this word would abide in us, God, that we can be free and cleansed of all of our iniquity. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your holy name. Mm, glory to God. Oh, Lord, help me to teach this word, God. I don't need to preach it this morning, Lord. Oh, God. Hallelujah. We're coming out of trouble. Hallelujah. We was on the bus, a bus in the middle of hell. But we're coming out of hell this morning because we're not going to continue to live in sin. Glory to God. Say the Lord rebuke you. Get up early in the morning to praise my Savior and got to worry about you. Oh, glory to God. Ain't nobody going to worry about the devil because we found out and we're learning this morning that it's not the devil. It's the curse. It's curse the Bible says when he spoke over the Deuteronomy. Uh, hallelujah, 16, he said, curse, uh, he said, all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee, Deuteronomy 28 and 15th verse. He says, now, all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. He says, curse, curse shall thou be in the city. And cursed shall thou be in the field, cursed shall thy basket and thy store. Your grocers going to have some shortages because of your disobedience. Now, my listeners, I want you to understand, after you've heard the word of God, then you say, Father, am I, is that what's wrong here? in my family, is that this curse has come upon us. I mean, you can be, you can have a good job, drive nice cars, you know, and your kids in college and everything, but you got to think you still stand in line of repentance. And this must go on every day. You must, you know, you got to have repentance because since the land is cursed, it could be like the neighbor uh, three houses from me. Why would he come next door and shoot up his firecrackers the other night, night for last? He did it because he was trying to vex me because when I was getting out of the car, they were just talking, and they were down at the third house where they should have been at. But I kept hearing the neighbor next to me, to the right of me, to the left of me, alarm on their car going out. So I was just dead, they right outside. And I knew they would, but I just was praying in the spirit that they would go away. You know, because I didn't want to go out there because it's, it's like about five or six youngsters. They range from 22 to 28. And I, I want no confrontation with these youngsters. And so I couldn't take any more. I went out there. I said, please, will you just go home? Would you please? We don't have to. Oh, yes, you do. But I never stopped using the word please. The Holy Spirit was speaking through me because in the natural flesh, you tell me you better get your whistling Dixon back down on your own side. You got no reason to be this close to my house, sir. You three houses to the left of me. You are three houses to the right of me. 
And what do you want down here? Just left them is where they're at. And so the Lord, he handled that for me. And so I come in the house, the first boy said, call the police. But I thought about it. Why would I call the police on those young men when I know I heard them shooting a gun? They're not shooting at me. They shouldn't do it. I know they said call the law, but I thought about the way these polices act toward us as a people. So why would I give my brother up to a murder, and then here I am sitting there saying I shouldn't have called a cop. So I come back in, and I began to pray and say, Father, you know what to do. Now, I went outside, and I played it with him. I said, now, I thank you. And I praised him for it, and and about 10 minutes later, they were over with. Let him this morning move in your hearts. Let him move to show you that, you know, this curse, you're not exempt from this curse. You're not exempt. You know, I and Prophet Dixon was going over some things in our family line, and, and, and all the murders we saw. We talked about how that uh, the neighborhood we come up in, murder was, m- murder was just a regular thing. You know, we lived in the wild, wild west. That's where we stayed at. We stayed on the west side of Houston, Texas, northwest at that, right in the red light district. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing to see a woman walking by uh, 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 soliciting. So we saw the curse that was on the land. Our sisters, my aunties, all were prophetess. My grandfather and his twin brother were ministers, and their other brother were ministers. All my people were ministers. But we still was walking on the curse. The sword was cursed. And so as we began to live a lifestyle, we began to go, amen, struggling, amen, not struggling, amen, just struggling to say we were hungry because, amen, we may have been hungry sometime, but it was enough of us that was together. We were family back in those days. And now look at us. The Bible says in the, earth, in, in the 17th verse, First he said in 16, Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. Cursed shall thy basket in thy store. Cursed shall the fruit of thy body. Now, if the fruit of thy body going to be cursed, that meant that cursed shall I be. you gotta, you got to get an understanding. You know, don't let nobody try and make this word be twisted. He said, Cursed shall the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy land, and the increase of thy kin, Kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in. Cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee curses, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do until thou art destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doing. Wherefore thou hast Forsaken me. You read on through Deuteronomy 28 chapter. This is wherefore. He said, why have I forsaken me? What have I done that I should be forsaken like this? Am I not the God that brought you here? Did I not bring you out of Egypt? And here you are today? You bring about all these curses with you? He said, no, I'm not fudged. Jeremiah 23.10. For the land is full of adultery, for because of swearing the land moaneth, and the pasture places of the wilderness are dried up, 
and their course is evil, and their force is not right. 23.11 of Jeremiah. For both prophets, this is the church, and priests are profane. Yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, says the Lord. Wherefore their ways shall be unto them as slippery, slippery ways in the darkness. They shall be driven on and fall there, and for I will bring evil upon them, even the year of your visitation, says the Lord. And I have seen folly in the prophet of Samaria. See, he says the church this morning, hallelujah, the church, the prophet, the priest, and these people, all of them I hear, they're all talking about a seed. What the hell seed do you want? I don't need my money, but the money is there for you to share with one another. It's not to give it to one You shouldn't send me all of your money expecting God to do something for you. God is, when God have a word for you, the prophet will give that word to you. When there's a word for the nation, the man, woman of God will give that word to you. You don't have to go and look for no word. Hallelujah. You don't need to be searching for no word today. The word is not you. The word of God said this morning that all of these vexations, these spirits, all these Egyptian spirits, they're going to come upon you because Adam has sinned and I cursed the soil and the fruit of your womb. He said right here in Deuteronomy, people don't want to hear this this morning. But if you give it to me, you know I'm bold enough to tell it like it is. God's not going to give you scriptures when you open it in your Bible. You know, I and amen, evangelist, prophetess, uh, uh, Tanya, amen, prophetess Dixon, and my wife, and oh, oh, I began to talk about curses. And then yesterday when I laid in the bed, God began to give me Genesis 3 and 17. Then he took me over to Deuteronomy 28 and 15 and reading Jeremiah 29 and 10. These scriptures came from the Lord because he said they are preaching the word of God, but they're not telling my people what I've done. They said, I'm the one that cursed the land and the soil because of disobedience of Adam. Don't blame it on your wife this morning. Don't blame it on your children this morning. Blame it on me. He said, I'm the one that sent forth the curses upon you. He said, because you refuse to obey and believe my word this morning. Hallelujah. You're looking for a word from me. He said, man can't bless you. Man can't lift you up. He said, I'm going to lift you up, and I can put you down. Word this morning is rich because he said, in his word, and I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I believe it today because I, I know what come out of my family. I know what I was. I know what my daddy was. Hallelujah. I had a chance to be reared up by my mother. I know my grandmother and all of my uncles. I know all of them. And I've seen us in the juke job. Hallelujah. I've seen the witchcraft in my family. Hallelujah. Oh, you ain't talking about nothing because you ain't telling nothing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everybody got some foolishness, and it's called witchcraft. Brothers against <laughs> their mother and father and sisters and brothers can't get along. Yeah, it's in my family too. Let's not let's not let's not try and preach it like you're not in it, Apostle Anderson. You just as messed up as all the rest of them. Yeah, but I'm trying to get this word to get this curse out of my family this morning. Tell me nothing about my messed up self. At least I'm trying to get straight. You want to sit there and want to leave because you don't want to hear what the word of God is saying concerning the curse that's on the land. 
The Lord spoke to me in Genesis 3.17. He said, Adam, because of your obeying your wife, you going to have to work by the sweat of your brow. I'm going to curse the land. He said, you better be glad. Like he told Balaam, he said, he said, he said, if the donkey didn't fall down, I would have killed you. He could have killed Adam. And then he, the Lord wanted, amen, he wanted a creation. He wanted the land to have, amen, uh, more than water on it. He wanted a life. He wanted humanity. He wanted he wanted people's living and existence in this earth, and here we are today. We have missed the call of God because we sin, we continue to sin, we do what we want to do, but we want to go, and we call ourselves holy and righteous. That's not holy and righteous, my friend. What makes you holy and righteous is when you love your brother. He said, the least you've done to one of them, you've done it unto me. So when I was naked, you did nothing for me. Hallelujah. You think that you can pay your tithe and give an offering and give some money away somewhere. God don't need your money. He said, tear all that stuff away. He said, I want you to, I want you to circumcise the foreskin of your heart today. We need to circumcise ourselves. I wonder how to eat it anymore. We need to get it right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we need to call upon his name and repentance this morning. You think all these scriptures are just written here in the book because they just a scourge book to read? Some people take the Bible. It's story time. This is not a scourge. This is a real live event with real live human beings involved. And our lives is wrapped up. He said, curse of thy body. Deuteronomy 28, 18. And the fruit of thy land, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of their sheep. So if he said that these curses are going to be there, then that meant that, amen, hallelujah, that now the curse have turned upon God's people. And this is the reason why there's so much going on. There's so much animosity going on. Look what he said. Good morning. In Jeremiah 23 10. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The land. Is it still a dollar eight? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I thought the medium was dollar eight too. Okay. For the land is full of adultery. For because of swearing, the land moaneth, and the pastures and the pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up, and the course of evil and the force is not right. For both prophet and priest are profane, yea, in my house have I found their wickedness, said the Lord. See, he's talking about in the church this morning, my my people. You listen, there ain't no sense of somebody foul, amen, been in this church for six months. What are they there for? They there to disturb. That's all they can be is disturbing. They can't be sitting there, you understand me, because uh, uh, well, maybe they can, maybe they do have some guilt. And that's what's wrong with a lot of us this morning. We have these gifts of God, and we think that these gifts, you know, that they really, they really do something. You know, the devil will pump you up. The devil had me one time tripped out back years, uh, thinking that, you know, that I can get me a saved sister, and we suppose we can knock our boots. Uh-uh, you can't do no crap like that. Boy, get on up out of here. You just got some sin in you that need to be quenched. It's time for us to call sin, sin, and stop this plan so that this curse could leave us 
there's a curse that's been placed upon the land. Hallelujah. If you want to see your loved ones free, if you want to see the prison stop incarcerating our families, amen, and our friends and neighbors, you need to recognize and realize that the land that you're treading upon is cursed. Why? Because we have strayed away from the covenant of God. God has given us duties. We're the only nation in the world that he gave duties and statutes and honors to. We don't want to walk upon the statutes and honors. We don't even want to obey. You know, the husband, he don't want to honor his wife. The wife certainly don't want to do what the book of Titus says. Say she should obey him. Obey? But they took that out the marriage vow. But when I married my son, it was there. And anybody I married, I'm going to read it and do it as the word of God say do it. If you don't want to obey your husband, you understand. It's a beautiful thing to obey you. My wife obeyed me. Do I have rough times? I don't have spits and spats. But sometimes she rebelled. But she'll rebel against God because I'm not going to sit there in confusion. I don't sit there and argue with her and let the enemy come in. I'm not going to allow that curse to come in. That's why people use all these words. They call it cursing. Oh, he just, she just cursed him straight out. You're right. Because the land is cursed today. And God's people are walking on this curse. They're living all these scriptures we talk about this morning. Amen. Deuteronomy. You know, Deuteronomy goes on and said, Curse shall thou be when I come as in. Curse shall thou be when thou goest out. The sister was talking about, amen, how that people's like to piggyback off of your anointing, how they want to hang around you. They themselves is foul before God. And they think because they hang around you, hallelujah, that your anointing, amen. My grandpa was a preacher. My uncle, all of them was preachers. So what? You ain't going to get in on what they done. Baby, you got to work for your own salvation. So he said, the Lord shall send upon thee curses, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou settest thy hand until he has destroyed you. See, the Bible says in Isaiah 13, he said, I'm going to rid the world of sin. He said, I'm going to find me a man. You know what he meant? He said, I'm going to find me a preacher that's just going to preach it the way it is. Cut, dry. It is what it is. Take it, leave it. Hallelujah. Put your money back in your pocket. You can't buy this one. Uh, 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 what's his name? He was trying to buy the anointing. And Peter and them told him, said, man, your money perish with you. You're going to die. He said, pray not that none of these curses come upon me. He even had just enough to realize for him even talking about buying the anointing, you're going to die. You can't play with this word this morning. The Bible said that he's going to cause destruction to come upon you because you're de- what you think, cancer and heart trouble and all this. God didn't send it. The word of God already spoke it. It is what it is, and you can't change what it is. It is what it is. Cancer. You need to cancel that mess. Live righteous and holy and get the word of God. I stand right here right now this morning. And whatever you're suffering from, I promise you, amen, if you believe this morning and you listen and you heard the word of God, hey, all of your illness will lead to this morning today. Hallelujah. You know, can't nothing hang on you when you decide that, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead on and do it God's way. Hallelujah. I'm going to let him do what he needs to do in my life. Hallelujah. I'm going to give up. Let's go to the song and I'm going to come back and we're going to get in prayer this morning.
thank him for his word this morning. Hallelujah. You know, God is true. God is so true. Amen. And his word is very, very important this morning. You know, if the word of God said for, for disobedient curses is going to come, we need to understand that this is what's wrong with our people this morning. First, we have to do with Matthew 24, 24, 18, uh, 18, 18, let me see, Matthew 18, yeah, Matthew 18, 18. Matthew 18, 18, it says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose on heaven. Be careful what you say today, because you're loosing things upon this earth. The earth, the land is cursed. See what it says in Matthew 18, 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where there's two or three gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Amen. Father, we come this morning. Lord, we rebuke the curse of the enemy. We thank you, Father, Lord God, that your word said that you've already cursed the land. But then, Father, you said that if we would obey and serve you, we'd spend our years and pledge our days in prosperity. You said in the book of Deuteronomy, Lord, that if we would keep your commandment in your audience, oh God, you said you would put these things in our heart that we may not sin against you. Father, we have sinned, a nation of peoples. We have left Egypt, and we have journeyed, Father, to Babylon and all over the creation, and we have sinned. Oh, Father, Lord, destroy the yoke of sin from our life as a nation and all of the company that comes with us. Oh, God, destroy the work of the enemy. Raise us up to preach this gospel. Raise us up to speak the word. Raise us up to raise our children, Father, in a godly environment, Father. We bind the works of Satan this morning. We lose your anointing this morning. Father, we break every chain this morning. We ask you, Father, that your will will be done this morning. We ask you, Father, Lord, to hold us, lift us, Lord, strengthen us this morning, encourage our hearts, Father. Oh, God, give us what we stand in need of. Lord, we can't do this on our own, Father. Oh, God, but through you, all things are possible, Lord. Oh, Father, we lift our voice to you. We lift our hands to you. We ask you to have mercy this morning, Father. We ask you to look upon these dark people this morning, Lord, that have gathered around the radio. Amen. Gathered around this message this morning, Father, that you, God, will look into our hearts, our minds, and our souls, and that you would bring deliverance, Father, Lord. Oh, Father, we need that deliverance this morning once again, Father. Lord, break every chain, destroy every yoke, Father. We repent this morning, and we ask you to have mercy upon us this morning, Father. For we have sinned against you this morning, Father. Oh, God, you, a redeeming God, can redeem us, Lord, from the curse of the enemy, Lord. Let your grace and your mercy, Father, let it fall down like rain upon us this morning, Father, Lord. Oh, God, let it come this morning, Lord, and bring your cleansing power over our life that we will not walk upon this curse, Lord. Oh, God, that things that you've spoken in your word concerning those that won't return and obey you. We ask you to have mercy this morning, Father. Oh, God, heal our backsliding. 
Bless those that are journeying, those that are traveling, the children that are going to school today. Lord, bless this new year, Lord. Look upon God, this uh, president-elect, Lord, uh, whatever it is, Lord. Look upon them, Father, for we know, Lord, that we are not of the world, Father. We are in this world. And thank you, Lord, for your peace that surpasses all understanding. Let us know that if we keep our heart and mind stayed and fixed on you, and, Father, we don't have to worry with the presidential and all these uh, worldly things that is coming up on this land, but we know destruction is on the way. But, oh, God, hide us behind and hide us beneath the shadow of your glory, Father. And we'll obey and serve you to our dying day as our prayer this morning in the Most High. And the Almighty, all supreme, all omnipotent, the Elohim, Jehovah, Jireh, God, we pray this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. He's worthy this morning. Hallelujah.
and you shall put and they shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until they have destroyed you. We've been through all of that. So who is the Bible talking to? We need to stop letting these Edomites, stop letting these other peoples from other nations tell us that you are not that you are Gentile. Isn't that something? How that the word of God is so twisted, how that we've scribed and left the Sabbath and, and, and jumped over to Sunday, that's a curse. It's not the day of worship. So that's a curse. Curse one. Curse two is when you lift up your little Christmas trees. That thing brings about sickness, diseases, everything. We have need to repent. Not everyone going to like what I say. Not what I say is what the Word of God says. And the Word of God is clearly telling us today that you just can't deliver. You, you, you can't live no any kind of way. You can't do no anything. You're going to have to take it or leave it. You're going to have to take this Word. Uh, get away from it. You don't want the whole truth. You know, if you just want something, and hey, his mercies endure from generations to generations. Read the book of Lamentations 3 and 22. It tells us that our mercies, that through, through, through the mercies of God, we ain't been consumed. Because you know God would have whacked us out. But he wants us to do, he wants us to replenish the earth. It says in Genesis. We need to replenish the earth. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about these curses. And we're going to talk about Second uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen in the Old Testament. Hallelujah! We want to talk about all these things. We can let people know that until they repent, the curse ain't gonna leave. Ain't gonna leave. It's time. It's time to call upon the Father, ask him to have mercy upon us. Really have mercy upon us. I'm so grateful for him opening my eyes to the scriptures today. Hallelujah. But I want to tell everybody, you know, the problem is that the Lord, he wants all of our attention today. He wants everything. He wants all of us or none of us. I just want to open the lines this morning before I go in, go, go any further. I want to open the lines and see what the people of God have to say concerning the curse, you know, uh, 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 what you feel. And, and, and how have the word blessed you this morning? Anyone been blessed by the word this, this morning? Oh, it was a blessing to hear the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word. Yes, this is the word. And grateful this morning for the word. Lord is speaking to. Everybody's wondering what's going to happen with Donald Trump. 
Bible says, Fret not thyself of evildoers. Look unto me. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow we have enough troubles. Let us put our focus, our attention on the Almighty. We put our focus and attention on the Almighty. We won't have time enough to look at what the world is doing. All that are listening, I will call number 724-444-7444. The ID is 111-253. Or you can write me an email at KingdomWorks. 007 at G. Oh, you can catch me on Facebook. If you need prayer, send your prayer requests. You want to send a letter, P.O. Box 406, Alif, A-L-I-E-F, Alif, Texas, 77411. We can receive I want to know have an effect. All it takes is one. I'm grateful this morning. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said if one, if one sinner repent, will return him. Hallelujah. I repented. I'm one. <laughs> Someone else repented. So I'm just grateful this morning for his blessing. Hallelujah. We're going to go to our closing song. I can have time with Shama this morning. Ready to send her back out here to this cursed world. Glory to God. Grateful this morning. For the answer. Problem. And that answer is this land has been cursed by the Almighty. Cursed it because of the disobedience of Adam. We don't have to continue to walk under this person. Same time tomorrow. Be blessed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
coming up. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that we need to teach the babies. Well, may all have a blessed morning. Glory to God. We're going to prepare ourselves to get with Shama this morning, pray and get scriptures with her before we send her out in this cursed world. You all be blessed. Uh, hopefully, Shama be do her program this evening. Her singing will be in about five, unless I get her, but I don't know what time, but she certainly will be on with her program today. If there's if anything, nothing but 15 minutes, she will be on with her program. So I praise and thank him for that. We want to start the new year off doing, hallelujah, what we, amen, should have done going out the old year, which we did do that also. But I want you all to know that here, amen, at Fellowship of Love, we love you all. And uh, uh, there's much faith and power, amen, belief, prayer, strength, and all that you need is here. Fellowship of love. So may the Lord bless you and keep you and watch over you. Amen. As we sleep in slumber until we meet again, may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Hallelujah, Yahshua Hamashiach, rest rude and abide with you henceforth and forevermore. And let the body say, Amen. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 